Okay, it's time to part with Betfair and preview Detonator Stakes Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, and Tommy Johnston, we're teaming up to record episode 115 of the 1 1, your West Australian racing podcast. It's uh, just shy of 12 noon on Thursday, the 17th of February. We've got a Mount Barker meeting in action this afternoon, Ascot and Esperance on Saturday. And of course, it's Pinjarra Classic Day in the Peel region on Sunday. We just had a quick chat to Brittany Taylor about Laurentinio's chances in the Pinjarra Classic. It looks like quite a hot field, actually. So looking forward to- It's a cracker. Yeah, yeah. it's a really good addition of the Pinjarra Classic. So very much looking forward to that one uh, to, wrap, uh, to wind up the weekend on Sunday. Yes, very much so. And uh, did you say Esperance as well? Yes, but Saturday. Yeah, yes, but Saturday. Yeah, it's all happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City meets, uh, get out stakes competition. Champs versus challenger. This week is challenger versus challenger. Peanut versus peanut. Right. Almond versus uh, macadamia. <laughs> couple match. of couple of nuts. So we're gonna. Couple of nuts. <laughs> well, we'll just we'll talk about it more when we get to it later. But we might uh, look at a little. Uh, just mixing it up for the next few weeks. So while we're sorting that out, just a little one-off grudge match coming up between Tommy, two of your mates. Who's up? Um, Mitch McClenney and Cole Potter. KP. So, yes. One of the famous Halatorian yeah, owners. Big H owner. Oh, do you reckon he can do the double? I don't know. He's thick as um, pig excrement, but... <laughs> Is pig excrement thick? <laughs> Probably. I would imagine... Pigs be... have thick poos. I would I imagine know. they'd be running because they'd have a poor diet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure. So. Anyway, a matchup I'm looking forward to, nonetheless. Yeah, grudge match yeah. Uh, in the Mundaring Hotel Debra Racing Mastermind for this week's edition. Um, what's happening in your little side gig, Guru? The Betfair Edge. What's, yeah, uh, what's, what's going down? It's edgy. It's uh, always very edgy. Um, it's on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is the main thing, and uh, we'll all be tuning in. Of course, yeah. how, how can we? How can we? For those of you who don't know, oh, you download the you download the SEN app, and yeah. you go to podcast Betfair yeah. Edge WA. Off you go. You should be up after three o'clock. You want to listen live? If you have a, the old wireless radio. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pop it on. You know the radio station. Radio <laughs> six five seven a.m. That's good. One hundred percent. So um, yeah, plenty of options there for you to get involved in the Betfair Edge. Let's get cracking. Detonator Stakes Day. Ascot, Saturday the 19th of February. Track, rail, weather, what are we thinking? Tommy. Oh, no, give it to Tommy. 12 metres, what's going to happen? How's it going to play? Give me an exact rundown. Lead you in, need a set of last, where do you need to be? Four wide, no cover the place? Nah, first three, assume I feel, but like in the first couple, you don't want to be too far back, I don't think, but traditionally rail at 12, uh, in my head, you want to kind of find the three wide line, especially with the Wesley late in the day. It's not that strong, but um, usually it's ideal in that sense that if you've got cover and you're like flowing into the bend, mm-hmm. that you'll be a good chance. So has that, minute, been as fair. has that been as prevalent this year? I remember in, in seasons gone by, because usually 12, 14, 15, 16 would be midweek Ascot and we'd just look for back three, mark, yeah. basically. I mean, it was, I actually love punting on that type of track. It's a tremendous, but the, I don't think it's as it's as prominent this year. No, not at all. Um, especially on the hotter, it's going to be 36 odd degrees. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to predict, isn't it? Yeah, it, it just basically I'm, I'm not going to assume a pattern. I just yeah. play fair and then go from there just as I go. Usually adjust unwell, but <laughs> I'll do it. So, but yeah, with the heat up, I think it'll just play even, to be honest. Mm-hmm. All right. Race one. Jerry? Good start, race one. Race one is the Ballast Racing Stables plate for the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. This is one of the best 
two races we've had for the season thus far, I think, which is kind of uh, what we'd want to see with the Supremacy Stakes only two weeks away. Terry, what were your thoughts on uh, the, the the race one for the juveniles? Well, I think the most the first thing we need to touch on is is Sean McGrady. He played a major part in how we all look at this race to begin with. I think uh, he's ridden Santorio to its last two victories. He rode Street Parade to a very gallant third in the Magic Millions over the twelve hundred, and uh, Hang Glider was extremely well supported on a leader bias day when um, coming from last after bombing the start and. Um, and running second to Fiorucci Mama. I think most would have expected to see, and Sean often doesn't ride for Steve. Yes, that's his, that's his home stable, I guess, his main stable, but Sean will ride for what he thinks is the best ride. I would have expected Sean to take the ride on Street Parade. That was the way I thought he'd go. So it's very interesting to see him take the ride on Hang Glider. Uh, how big a push are you taking that as, Tommy? You're following Sean in. Yeah, I mean, like I just, in my head a few years ago with, I remember Shan Talk on debut off a 400-meter trial. There was a quite a talented Steve Wolfhunter in it and he went the way of Shan Talk, which I took as a massive push. And then here I would have taken the same way of if McGrady had chosen Street Parade, I would have gone, well, he thinks Street Parade's much better. But with Hang Glider, I don't know because Street Parade's coming out of obviously the best form reference for two-year-olds in the state. Hang Glider was good on debut, but... I think it's an awkward runner where Street Parade's a bit, bit bomb-proof in yeah. some sense. Mm-hmm. Where, so for me, I'm not overly, you know, it hasn't swayed my opinion that Hang Glider will win this race or anything. So, yeah, for me, I'm just kind of taking it as, well, he thinks long-term Hang Glider might be a better prospect. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, that's a very good way to take it. It's going to be difficult. Hang Glider looks like a really smart... Ah, uh, smart tight BJ, but uh, bomb the start at Albany on uh, that's what well, was a trial, sorry, on the mm-hmm. 9th of January, and then uh, absolutely bomb the start. Uh, they might have gone back anyway. I'm not sure what the plan would have been uh, on day boo there from barrier one over the thousand meters. Three back defense is a big chance he bombed the start. Four back defense isn't an impossibility. Mm. Yeah, Sean McGrady's at the moment in really good nick, and he's getting him out of tight spots, but. The race can be over on the bend, especially if you've got horses like Street Parade and and even Cosmopolitan Girl who are probably going to settle in your first three, four. They just might be impossible to run down for, for Hang Glider from a tough spot. Yeah, I think think the only, only thing you can hang your hat on from a Hang Glider point of view map-wise is Chris Nickel rode Hang Glider in his trial. I think pretty sure that's one of the very first times that Sean McGray's been aboard Hang Glider in that race. So I think he will both... Improve. Both rider and horse will will benefit from the experience, and so uh, from one, it's a different mindset from one than it is from where he jumped from last time. Where he jumped from eight or nine or something was it on day uh, nine? Something nine, like nine, 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 nine out of ten. So different mindset. Sean was probably thinking he was likely going to be settling midfield or worse and looking for a three wide line anyway. But from one, I expect him to try to be well naturally try to use that utilize that gate. And if he can be three back defence following Cosmopolitan Curl, I don't necessarily think that's the worst place. If he happens to get crossed by Tanta Beleza, the Chris Willis runner, uh, and ends up four back defence, then that's pain. Yeah. What I'm looking at with the currently $3.50 hang line, so what I'm looking at with that price is, A, you could get bad luck on the run. Mm-hmm. B, and probably the most important one is it might not be as good as the other ones. So yeah. you, need, you need a few things to go right. I just think there's better spots to hop in at $3.50. Yeah, I think I think if it drew sort of. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I really like that as a horse. Yeah, like, it's a really nice horse. Big big push the way he's gone, but um, yeah, I, I yeah, I think I'm four forty, and that was probably as short as I could have got it. Yeah, I was I was like even longer than that, but um, it's it's a very 
it's a quality race. I mean, you've got Street Parade, who was favorite, equal favorite in the Magic Millions, around a gallant third, comes across and leads. You've got the unbeaten trialer, Madame Le Pen from 10, burning across. Uh, do they hand up on on Street Parade? Do they lead? What, what happens there? I don't think there? Street Parade naturally just it gets... Does, it doesn't have to be a leader, though, does no, it? No, it's 1,200 back to 1,000. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. And, and you've got Sean McGrady to Peter Nucky. Sean's kicking him out the gates a lot. Well, again, you're, you're talking about getting used to a racehorse. So there's yeah. no guarantee that Street Parade pings him and just lands in front. It could do, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Cosmopolitan Girl's got the shades on. When yeah. the shades going in? The, funny, shades went on the trial, ran a slick trial time, really nice trial, but they took him off for the Magic Million. So obviously we're considering taking a sit or something, which I thought was quite odd. Back to the thousand, Clint Johnson reporter going on, you think there'd be a bit more aggression. She was big yeah. in the Magic Millions as well. She yeah, was. Yeah. She went um, huge. They went seven or eight lengths quicker. She sat three deep the trip and yeah. uh, was brave. to. So you, and she was coming again good the last yeah. So you got, you got Street Parade third, Man Crush fourth, and Cosmopolitan Girl sixth coming out of the Magic Millions. Yep. They're all 1,200 back to 1,000, what, 13 days later. Uh, so that's interesting. Santorio, the quick backup after winning last week. And then you got Hang Glider, who was well-supported and a bit luckless on debut. Of the of the tried horses, did you find anything in the first starters that tickled your fancy at all, Tommy? Um, no, I didn't. I'm not yeah. a big. This year, I haven't really delved too far into the two-year-old like, form. I'd find with trying to get them out of the trials and stuff. It's just not holding up the like yep. the hidden trials that you think are good trials and you might have found one, they just come out and do a whole lot of nothing. So I've kind of taken a back step. But like my one opinion was that I thought Street Parade looks like it, it runs a really good four to the two, like in particular its last two starts, so maybe that was a fitness thing first yeah. start. But I thought it might be vulnerable. Like, like it just looks like a plateau's a little bit. It looks like it's a bit to learn where Cosmopolitan Girl was really good that last hundred in the – Magic Millions after sitting wide, so thought that might be the one that can get it late, but I won't be playing. Yeah, no, Cosmopolitan Girl is the one. I've actually marked Cosmopolitan Girl a slight favourite, but uh, I know I expected it to go up fifth favourite. Um, like it's eight, I say it's eight dollars now. We were just Tommy and I were just talking before. I, I was hoping for double figures each way. Ten, like Brad went up 10, 2.8. That was sort of the mark that I thought I'd see across the board, and it'd be an easy decision. Yeah, I had thirteen, like in my head around that mark. Yeah, the- so. So I think we can. I was, probably, uh, I was ten dollars cosmopolitan. Yeah, I think we can probably hold fire at the current price. I'm not gonna not gonna have a bet yet. But so uh, just 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 general racing sense. You got the the blinkers going on. Cosmopolitan girl, you get two kilos on Street Parade. You get barrier position. You get Clint Johnson Porter on for Kira Yule. Clint's in great form. He's probably our number one hoop at the moment. Um, Street Parade's drawn wider, and Street Parade's uh, McGrady to Peter Nucky. You've got to say it's a little downgrade the way Sean's riding at the moment. So everything. Points towards Cosmopolitan Girl turning the table, not turning the tables, but making it, you know, a lot closer a battle just against that particular runner. That everything's in its favour. We spoke about the the jockey, the, the McGrady decision. What about the Yule decision? Or was it a non-decision? She's been, she's the, oh, she's the rider of Cos, Cosmo Girl, isn't she? Nah. No? I, I think it's a lady's own horse. I think Kira was on initially and uh, there obviously it was a dearth of riders in the Magic Millions, but whenever they can, the piercers can get sort of, Clint Johnston Porter, they, they'll put him on. I think they'd always put the call out. So um, maybe, I, I, maybe, I would maybe say Madame Le Pen's her right. Well, in saying yeah. that, yeah, she's ridden it three times, three, three big trial wins, so she might have opted. Fast, that doesn't, fast times as well. Yeah. yeah, fast times. That doesn't swing the way I think about it. But, um, yeah, Cosmopolitan Girl. But I, when I wanted to back Cosmopolitan Girl, I was thinking like Tommy, if I, if I got low teens each way, sort of 10, 11s, three bucks a hole, that was going to – 
do me for a bit. So I think with this, there's a lot of money horses. There'll be big money street parade hang glider. They'll get smashed. St. Torio, I give absolutely none here. Um, I just think it's the wrong setup and it's been gifted to perfect rides from Sean McGrath. Yeah. Perfect. Perfectly run races. If it wins again, too good for me. Man Crush can win. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Chrissy Parnham really got the right clear air and the right wind up into it. Finished probably where it should have in the race, but... Yep. The 59's a, a little bit of a, a leveller um, for him. But, um, yeah, look, Cosmopolitan Girl, hoping for that drift. I think it's the unfashionable runner. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Street Parade. I just thought that horse was so big in the Magic Moon. I think it went seven to eight lengths faster than average first half of the race. Get, gave a kick, stuck on bravely under the circumstances. Doesn't have to lead. It, it trailed Snowdome on debut and was really, really impressive. Uh, if it can – if Pete Nucky can bounce out, let a bit of speed come around him, maybe 1-1, one, one, then yeah. I think that's uh, that might be – I don't necessarily think Street Parade has to be out flowing, burning. I, don't I think he can do that, but that's not, not necessarily his uh, his A1 sort of game plan. But Jamming it in. Yeah. Street Parade, uh, surprise, I'm, I'm with you about the, the decision of, uh, of Sean to opt for Hang Glider over Street Parade, who if a – Karakata Market came out would be uh, right up there. I suppose both of them would be, to be honest. But I think Street Parade, rolling forward, uh, very, very nice two-year-old for the Russell Stewart Yard. Fitter, again, um, providing it didn't, didn't the edge didn't get taken off it with that gut buster in the Magic Mirrors, I think Street Parade might have these covered. Yeah, good two-year-old race, though. Yeah. So cracker. Race two, the fabulous 50, Tim McKenzie handicap. I imagine that's Timmy. Tim's birthday. Happy birthday, Timmy McKenzie. Yeah. Fabulous 50. Uh, race two, it's a 1,000 meter race for the three year olds. Uh, only the seven runners, which we've become used to in these open three year old races. Something to note uh, is all the three year old races on a Saturday up until this Saturday have all been set weights and penalties. This is this is uh, the time of the year where the handicaps kick in. So you'll see no more normal three-year-old races of set weights and penalties. They'll all be handicaps from now until the end of the season. Very so, interesting. Yeah, I didn't which know is, that. Which is why uh, Spin the Knife, who won at this level, uh, was 60 and a half. Um, two starts ago now, 63 and a half with, uh, with uh, Holly, Holly Watson on board. So something to keep in mind. Well, with that win, it would have gone up to 62 True. and a half anyway. So yep. it's not too far off it. Um, yeah, look, I again, I've I commented on this last week. I think he probably erred a little bit in having spin the knife as short as we did in our markets, knowing it wasn't going to lead. Mm. Um, clearly not the same. What did you see? The race got taken away from it. It got DQ'd five ago. Yeah. So spin, the, spin knife. the knife. Yeah. So that particular day, I had an absolute go at Mystical <laughs> View at 45 to 1, who's now won the race. You're kidding me. Aren't you? Where can we send the invoice? Luke Fernie. Yeah. I'm saying to LK. <laughs> I only off, noticed that the take, other day. Take it off the train. But you are kidding me. I was sitting on the I was sitting on the balcony with uh, with my mate Jared, and um, yeah, I said this is this is way over the odds, and we had a bit of a go, and uh, it was beaten in a very narrow margin. It and then was too, yeah. Your, and then it won its next start. Your Mr. Um, you did you? Absolutely. Kidding me. Anyway, uh, I um, imagine how good the spreadsheet would look if, if that oh, result was reversed. Jeez, I could have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been my last winner. Um, I spin the knife. Uh, unsuited there. It's uh, look. It should be leading this race, Tommy. Yeah, I think they'll. Yeah. Luke will 
make sure from the mounting yard no he's not going near me here I'm, I'm leading um so i should be able to roll out in front you think heavenly waters uh will either breeze or tuck in and then polissier i think might be a little bit aggressively tuck in real danger pretty quick early uh one one's there for real danger i think otherwise they might end up in the breeze other three get back big knock pixie chicks back to the thousand cannot have um, I was hoping it was a bit tighter in the market, actually. And um, look, he's a sizzler. I think if they bunch, it's the one that might go past them. But uh, very deep into a prep for he's a sizzler. Do, so. they, do they bunch with Holly on spin the knife? That's, that's not, not really. Spin the would have to, that would have had to be a sort of mean, it's done run. Yeah. Um, yeah you're right. Yeah. Look, I, I think if, if, yeah, Holly. The only way that jumps. happens is if she has to burn a bit too hard early that gives I'm, it a breather, I would just think the yeah. horse isn't right yeah. that's it if the horse just ha- isn't in the, the right condition the seven, um, seven horse field is in he's a sizzler's favour but you're right they need to have that sort of that sort of bunching so he can sort of sweep yep. into the race with momentum yep. exactly right yep. so look, the two I want to focus on here was spin the knife and real danger I thought the market might miss real danger yep. um, which it hasn't done so spin the knife on 250 real danger 460 so spin the knife I think can lead throughout here and um, has carried weight with success in past I think last two wins with 59 and a half 60 and a half so uh, if it runs its best time I don't know if they get it Tommy yeah I agree um, interesting last week or two weeks ago um, hearing little murmurings of Roy trying to teach Heavenly Waters to sit. Mm. Um, well, I just think Bo was booked. Uh, Bo was actually was booked for Heavenly Waters on right at the start. Uh, right. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. Now, obviously, um, yeah. It's so, bro. I don't know if they're going to sit here again or if he's just going to go back to her one wood, which is just running along as fast as they can. Mm. But either way, I think spin the knife. They learnt last start that it's just not the same horse when you don't find the front. Um and in black in the fence. So I think they'll try and punch up and I don't think they'll have any problems doing that. Um, I've got a two, her, him, I've got him 270 um, and real danger around 550. So it's somewhat of a bet, but I don't think I'll be playing right now. I've got Pixie Chick $14. So I cannot have it in this at yeah, all. I think I'm very similar. Yeah, I think I was 250, 480 and I think I was Pixie Chicks. 12. Yeah. So, yeah. I've got Heavenly Water at 17, actually. I thought it was run was super the other day. Yeah, I can't big. see. I don't see how it wins, though, because it's probably say it parks on spin. Spin gives a kick, shakes off Polissier, who I think was real poor the other day. Yeah. Um, gets out. But yeah, there, there's a way it can win. It's, yeah. it's nearly 50. There, there's worse, there's far worse $50 pops in Heavenly yeah. Water. Only if, um, if the fave doesn't turn up, I don't think. So spin spin the knife. Yeah. Uh, 250 for me, spin the knife, I think. I think good claim, Holly Watson. Um, when she's on the right horse out in front, she's Dynamite Holly. I thought that Crystal Dane ride was super last, just just no nonsense, straight to the front. Uh, use the horse's uh, weapons, did she ride? She ride. When? Crystal Dane last Saturday, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. The way you're looking at me, I thought I had the wrong, oh, the wrong jockey, but yeah. yeah. So if, yeah, I think from one just has to begin, hold, rate, roll, kick, spin the knife, should bounce back. Few money horses here, so yep. I don't know what will happen. Spin the knife first up dollar eighty to three fifty, second up dollar eighty to a dollar forty mm. type thing. Uh won the drift, lost the firm. Um yeah, what do you what do you think will happen here? Wouldn't surprise me no dice winning that state of power is supported down yep. in the weights. Uh I think Pixie Chicks will be easy. He's a sizzler. I'm not sure what it does in the market. Probably it was whole, whole, I think it'll trade five to seven around type five, thing. Yeah. Police here won't be wanted. Real danger is the one that could be um could be walloped and that's why you see a spin the knife. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise – spin the knife getting hammered and spin the knife being uh, really easy. It wouldn't surprise me either way. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not too sure what will – Real danger is the, the key because it's just that, just that first up horse. Yep. Um, what do you reckon they'll do? Go forward? I thought they might go back. I thought I had them back last. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought they, I thought they looked the map. It's too hard. Its wins over the sprinting journeys were leading when it won its maiden by a long way, and then it sat three deep uh, outside the speed when oh. um, winning its class one. So I think if I know Bob loves to settle them rear wooden yeah. and teach them that going forward, but uh, and if that's the case, you're pretty happy to suggest that she's not going to run down to the off. But I, she, thought, I thought the one one was there. Yeah, I just thought long game with Bob Peters and Adam Durant that they'll. They won't necessarily want to skin them first up by rolling rolling forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe try to uh, get her to go back and conserve and finish off. Um, might be real danger. Might be a bit of reprogramming for real danger because I remember they went forward in the Listia Middley that was fourteen hundred meters towards the end of a long prep and it, she was she was uh, she ran out of steam late. So yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that made. I don't think that was the plan either. They just yeah just landed. That there. was the day where you wanted to be off speed. I was actually really upset. At I think the maiden win and the class one wins would were on speed just be, and uh, she was just too good for them on that yeah, occasion. Yeah. I don't necessarily think okay. that that's her, her natural pattern, but wait and see. I think, yeah, I think you guys are on the money there as with a real danger being a, a, a danger to the top of your spin the knife. But um, yeah, I imagine that he, uh, if he turns up to what he can do, then spin the knife can uh, jump lead win. Mm-hmm. Race three. Race three, uh, we're tab touch. Uh, West Speed, Halatorian oh, Handicap. I'm going to do the lead into this Yeah, I was going to say, I've, just, I've given it the Halatorian Handicap Hal- already <laughs> over the 1,400 metres. Well, uh, I think uh, in your little uh, – in your leg up, EJ, yep. your opening line, no, no surprise to see any of the original 10 acceptors win. Uh, I think that's very accurate. It's yeah. It's a, uh, a very, very open race. Do you find, Tommy, when you price runners – and, again, you've, I know you've only had a couple as we – spoke about you do you find that or do you think that you're negatively biased positively biased do you find that easy pricing your own is there any i don't know there's a different edge to um, it, isn't there yeah i mean just using halatorian as an example like i thought the first time we won i was negative on it even though the data suggested it was mm-hmm. probably a better chance than i thought it was and then but like even then with the money when it got backed in that time like i was real keen on that they were just it was the wrong price and even last start like i think i had him equal five dollar favorite or 550 favorite something like that and he went up tens and arguably and by arguably i mean definitely should have won that race <laughs> so you know, like i dare say i'm not far off on in that sense and yep. again so like i don't know if i find it difficult but i definitely am wary of the fact that like i am when i'm confident i'm confident and I make it known in my ratings, my prices that I am confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so before you tell us just how confident you are this week, can I ask you, <clears throat> what was it like owning your first winner? Flattening. That was Pinjara the 3rd of January. That was very flattening. Tell us why. Well, we'd like to, in my head, after having two sizable bets and watching, and not their fault, like I thought Matty Cornett gave it a great ride up until the 150, but just the lack of experience, I like couldn't pull the whip out. Mm-hmm. So she stopped riding for 100 meters, probably cost us that race. And then Bobo, once again, gave it a like perfect ride at Ascot. Just got taken but just off. Got taken yes, on one and some $50 pop decided. Nabbed by Platinum Label, who can't walk since. <laughs> yeah, the third. and I reckon I'm back to there. We were both start, the whole but, five bucks, yeah. <laughs> so, but that like, even then just, and I'm on and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to get one soon, we're going to get one soon. And then it comes around I go, not today, it's not the time. And it wins. And, and I have to plunged. sit yeah. there and watch it go six into 350 and not have a cent on mm. and then cop a message of like, oh, like how's the plunge? Mm. And I have nothing positive to say after it is rather flattening. Yeah. But 
it's also exciting having a winner. So, <laughs> yes, you, exactly. sound like, you sound like a young cripper. <laughs> no, so there is positives. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was a very similar. I was, I was the basically pun, the, the punt comes first. Yeah. Uh, from a punting point of view, it was exactly the same as, uh, as, as Tommy. I, the only added, I, I thoroughly enjoyed winning. A very good bunch of lads we have involved. Nice mm. little uh, group chat, having a bit of a laugh in there. But, um, yeah, it was nice uh, that I thought I probably had, Convince the lads to buy into a uh, you know a bit of a bush battler that might we might be able to sneer a maiden in a class one and that that'll be its career but uh, yeah hopes are a little bit higher now. Do you remember your pitch to me? Uh, no. Like you so you said you had, so had, had a seven a few beverages. Yeah, yeah. Where was it? Northern uh, with Roy and you said oh we paid whatever for it doesn't matter not important. Um, and Roy said we'll win four in a row in Albany. We'll win four in a row in Albany. We'll go through the grades this prep and then we'll free and ask what? If we stayed in Albany, yeah, if we stayed in Albany, <laughs> we would have won five in a row. So. Horse of the year. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Mm. No, it's a, it's a platinum horse and I think if it wins this, we're, um, yeah, we'll be definitely in front. So two weeks ago, we uh, we ventured down in a bus year. That's good. Uh, to Pinjarra last mm. Sunday, uh, Sunday week rather. Um, Tommy and your brother, uh, one of the part owners as well, as well as uh, Potsy, Cole Potter, Potential mastermind. Um, Brad McManus was a late scratching when the meeting got the moved. Sunday, yeah. We moved from a Saturday to a Sunday. So we, we that all. That was the difference for me. We, we, you reckon? Yeah, that yeah. was the difference, yeah. So we, Hall, Helen knew. Yeah. <laughs> Helen knew. Yeah. Brad's Helen's favourite. No. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it upsets me a bit, but I know. <laughs> when, we, uh, when we went down there, uh, settled. Eleventh, uh, a little bit further back than expected. Mm, the runs didn't quite come. Uh, flashing, flashing lights run for fourth. It's funny, isn't it? We we get this horse. We're initially thinking probably a jump and run, tear along, put the apprentices on. This is how we'll probably continue to ride it. Yeah. And we uh, sort of not by design. I think at the Albany run more so when we were three back the fence. Yeah, that getting past car. I just did not see that occurring in that manner. And you think, oh, hang on, there's a. Um, we have a different string, another string to bow. Right. Yeah, but then coming from near last, like at Tommy, I, start, I started watching, <laughs> I had another bet in the race, I think, and I was a bit confused what's happening at that point in time. And Tommy, Tommy's, oh, I was like, what, what's happened? What's going on? Because I'm watching it live. I'm not good at watching it live. When I go to the track, I usually nick off and find a screen and watch races on the screen. And uh, he goes, we nearly won. We were stiff. And I've gone, well, we were cooked. I stopped watching us at about the 250, just thinking, oh, we're not gonna make a race from there but um yeah anyway we were we were stiff i think we'll settle a lot closer Saturday. that's what i was about to say yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so we, you jumped from uh nine in uh in that zero mw west speed race at pinjara it didn't matter where Sunday. we jumped we, from though because we didn't step yeah so, right yeah. so from four clean getaway where have you guys what are you thinking uh oh can, we, can you jam us yeah it's there yeah. So there. Can you jam us? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I don't think I have to. I think yeah, it's just pretty self-explanatory. Who have we got the uh, – we, we will jump this week as well. A little, we've got a little secret up here. Yeah. We've got enough here uh, yeah. in our sleeves. Uh, who, have we, who have we got the back off? Give me, a, give me your first two. I thought, I thought Star President would lead and i expecting Spirited Spirit. Session just to land in the breeze. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's the interesting. Well, I'm a little bit – I think they'll be pretty happy to sit 1,400 Spirited Session. I think yeah. they'd love to – they'd love to be 1-1. So I think it'll be really interesting early how that pans out. It wouldn't surprise me if we end up in the breeze. Um, I think Sam Surian should go forward if they're trying to win the race. I think it's very hard to go back and win from barrier 10. Sam Surian's won leading in the past. So that'll be the interesting one. Paul Harvey going on Mr. Mount Walker as well. BJ's quite, yeah. a, quite yep. an aggressive hoop. Wouldn't yep. surprise me if um, if he rolls early, that he lands. Good point. Yeah. Breeze, can, if that's breeze. the case, we could then be three back, one off, which is still, which is still fine. Um, a few different permutations to how the map could be, but uh, yeah, very, very open race. Just like hopefully, General Grant doesn't bounce and hold a spot. 
Yeah, we, we're three wide decoy. <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> it, it genuinely isn't impossible from where we're at because the, the three underneath is all probably want similar spots. So, uh, yeah, look, I think big money will come spirited session again. It's a horse that the, the syndicates seem to target. It's, a, it's often the, the target of big support. Now it's drawing gate form yard. Uh, that we have a good money spirited session. I think there'll be good money star present with Chris Parnham going on. It looks a nice map for him yep. too. So, yep. Um, yeah, I think Hollow will hold, Tommy, at around the sort of five to six, seven, eight dollar mark throughout. I hope. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've got it marked shorter, but I think that's just what price. I've got it four ten. I was five dollars. Four eighty. Yeah, yeah. So five dollars favorite for me. But I went into this thing, and I'm unless it's wiped <laughs> by something else, unless they go up bloody twenty bucks spirited session here, I'm not probably backing anything else. Yeah, and that was like I looked at that field and I thought, well, everyone we versed last start, uh, we had covered i thought like yep. gallant ranger even just, gallant ranger gallant ranger's beat us but it had we've the, it had the momentum it had the moving line like it was just we gave it a big old hip and shoulder on the corner to try and get ourselves out and admittedly we probably got we probably had our way out you know the one that held us in that day hey. blazing away <laughs> oh yeah that was really good yesterday wasn't it <laughs> oh forget absolutely oh um, dear but yeah like i just thought like if we you put us in a line where no one's held up I thought Halatorian was the one that was definitely the follow out of that race. And then now we've got, as long as we don't miss the kick by six, mm. we've got a very suitable map where we've probably got a position on these runners and they're going to have to run faster than us in the last 600, which I don't think a heap of these can do run, you know, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6 quicker last 600. So for me, it just looked like, regardless of I owned, I actually think I would have found it. Yep. quite comfortably as well it just looks a perfect map for him we've got got options we can breeze if we have to if it looks like the you know race one and two the being in front's an advantage then i have no problem with brad just deciding that if we jump just go forward and put us in the breeze because mm -hmm. there is no speed like strong speed in this it'll just be a big advocate of cover if we can get it yeah so yeah. am i one yeah. one we looked better with cover yeah um but in saying that if we end up in the breeze or we end up in one one i still think we're a good chance right, so, i think we're united i agree the Halatorian Trinity going on here. So mm. last time everyone was united, Ginger Baker hasn't finished yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, good luck, gents. Halatorian uh, on uh, Saturday in uh, race three of the day. We're uh, we're all on board. Race four. Happy birthday, Fergo. 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 How oh, good? Yeah, Fergo's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Never misses. Nah, Fergo loves the track. <laughs> <laughs> loves the track, loves a punch. Probably loves, just, he loves just, front runners, so I reckon he'll be all over my baby blue jean. He loves it. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yeah. Leaders, straight to front. Yeah, well, this is this will be a quick one. We spoke about Alatorium for too long. My baby blue jean for me will lead and win. Via Monte form looks a bit dodgier after um, uh, Galaxy Cat went poorly, went like a cat. As uh, Who was that French tennis player? Um, small cat. <laughs> <laughs> it went like that, small that was, cat. Uh, yes, Medvedev, was yeah, it? Medvedev. Yeah, Medvedev. Yeah, Galaxy Cat might be renamed Small Cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little cat. That's what he called the young part. Yeah. How are you? What do you say? Uh, small, small cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous stuff. That is one of the quotes of the year. Yeah, that is definitely quality. one of the quotes of the year. Um, Danielle. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I, look, if Viamonte can find the back of my baby blue jean, it can perhaps give it a shave. I just can't make a case for any of the rest of them. Um, like the fact you got horses like, um, like it looks to me as well as if Brad Will has opted to ride the Republican over Acefire, which is a good little push. I think the Republican's a nice horse, but um, yeah. I actually it's thought Acefire was going to win the Magic Millions for a stride. I was totally oh, moved up. Hey, yeah. Roy, were you watching with us? Yeah, yeah. yeah Roy was right next to us. Oh, so, oh hang on, this is this is yeah, over. And then it just sort of race as well. Yeah, and then it copped a couple of bumps from the eventual winner, 
And I reckon those bumps almost cost it running third because it just it, it even though it ran fifth, it was it was only like a head away from third or something like that. So mm-hmm. it was a bunch finish there for the placings. But for a moment, I was like, oh, hang on, because it had the back of the stable mate, Heavenly Fire, and the three wide line. Then it loomed, and then just under pressure, ducked in. So, but I don't mind as far as the horse, but this is all about the leader and the fave, my baby. Blue Jean. Yeah, we had Lockie on last time. My, my baby Blue Jean ran, and, and he said the, the drop back to the 1,000 was the concern for him. So I actually agree with that. It looks a better horse over the probably well, the 1,200 at one it's maiden, but to control from out in front, it doesn't need to just jump and run and find the line. So If you look at the sectionals, from, yeah. that was a perfect front-running ride yeah. from CJP. On a day he, that was suited as he well. Went, yeah. He went marginally above benchmark to the 800, marginally above benchmark to the – Whereas it looked like he was going super quick. So if you'd watch yeah. the race and the size of you, there was three or four lengths back to beads at one stage. But really he wasn't going that quick. It was just a very well-rated ride by CJP. So almost similar to what he did on Bopping Blue a few starts uh, earlier on the um, mm-hmm. Ascot 1000 as well. But um, he's uh, yeah out in front, underrated CJP. I think I think he should be a bit more positive on his mounts on on at times, and he gets that opportunity on my my baby blue gen. She could make a mess of him, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was short. I think two twenty, two thirty, but just okay. no inch. I mean, I probably could have had a dollar sixty because mm, I looked yeah. at area. I thought I wanted to have, have cash away fifty ones. Like you've finished in a a bunch finish with critical altitude, still a maiden. Imprudent was three wide the trip, and you had its back, and you beat it by. A long head, like I just loses, thought of that loses regular hope. Like it was just that that was had to take that on sets, so but that's open fourteen. But yeah, just like this race looks pretty one dimensional. Yeah. My baby blue jean finds the front and it's race over. My hope here is that that's uh, via Monte money keeps on coming and we get two dollars forty or something like. I got no, I'm a dollar eighty and I got no issue diving in at two dollars thirty plus. I'm, I think what are we looking at best at the moment's probably probably even money. Yeah, I'm going to pretend sports bet doesn't exist because I realise they're, they're a lot, they're a lot higher <laughs> than everyone else, aren't they? Uh, yeah, flat even money. That's it's just not my topic go really, but uh, yeah, it should be. Leading and winning, BJ. Should be leading and winning. So when you said that the Viamonte form is questionable, you, what, what about the, the winner, Maturi Witness? Yeah, I know. I think that's a bit of a question mark. <laughs> All right, we'll get to uh, him very soon. But yeah. let's take a break on the 1-1 and uh, we'll be back with our mastermind grudge match, Kyle Potter versus Mitch McClenny. Let's do it. Okay, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing mastermind competition bj thanks terry the mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899 located in jacoby street mundaring if you get a chance just like tommy johnston did recently drop in see the publican ian butchie o'connor feed flutter froppies family atmosphere up on butchie's big deck say good day let them know that you listen to the one one and they'll roll out the red carpet 100 percent. so we're doing something a little bit different after uh toby dunn um one five straight, last episode, Terry. So we're going to do a bit of a grudge match on this week's edition of the one one. However, we're more or less buying time until. Do you want to tell the listeners about your thought bubble? What we're going to, what we're looking at doing moving forward with Mastermind? It's only been a very small thought bubble at this point in time. A little bit of a competition. I, I felt BJ. We've had the uh, you win five in a row. You. You are the carryover champion, I guess, for a while, but I think it's time now to have a uh, just a little competition and there's been a little bit of friendly rivalry around. So I'm thinking that um, 
we do a, a trainers versus jockeys. Uh, tournament. Well, tournament. Knock mastermind. Out. So we'll get four hoops. I know Chrissy Parnham's keen to come back on. Um, we'll Mitch, have three Mitch others. Pateman, no doubt. He's a well, Mitch Pateman's now in the trainer crew. Um, we might get three other trainers. So we'll get four. We'll get them to match head to head. Winner will go on to the next round. Um, and the tournament will go for seven weeks. Should be four, two, and then a final at the end. And we'll find out who's the, uh, the sharper, either the trainers or the jockeys. BJ. Very good. All right, so we're putting the challenge out there. For- Put the challenge out there. We need four hoops. Uh, as I said, I think Chrissy Parnham will definitely want to be one of them. So yep. we need three more hoops and we need four trainers. I think Mitch, who's already been in the past, will probably want to be one. So three yep. more trainers. Okay. All right. And we'll hopefully get that underway. Next week. Next week. Yep. All right. Uh, so looking forward to that. So yeah, if you're a jockey or a trainer, don't have to be West Australian based. So no. Yeah, if you fancy yourself at W Racing Trivia, come on over crack at the Mastermind Tournament. We get uh, Pikey on, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Based. That's a good idea. We'll get Pikey on board. Um, so to be, yeah, you have to be double vaxxed. Yeah. To do this unfortunately. That's a joke. Uh, you can come on if you want, Will. You, yes, Pikey. We love you, mate. Hey. Um, all right. So let's get this grudge match. Underway. Let's do it. Let's welcome back to- Are they both aware that they're not, um, we better tell them, they're not playing next week. Oh, well, yeah. Well, well one, and done. Yeah. one and done. One and done. They've That's just, it. Yeah, they've just uh, found out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we've, we've brought back two previous mastermind winners, good mates as well. So this we're looking forward to a bit of a head-to-head stoush between Mitch McClenny and Kyle Potter. First of all, welcome back to the show, Mitch McClenny. Thanks for having me, boys. Good to be back. Shame about the bloke reversing, but what can you do, eh? <laughs> so you're a two, two-time, two-time mastermind winner, Mitch, and um, yeah, uh, regular at the races. Uh, you got any runners this weekend? Has family got any runners? Uh, yeah, Dad's got a little share in that same Oreo in the first. Yeah, oh, very good, very good. Uh, yeah, but that nah, can't say I do. Okay, all right. So confidence levels now that you found out that you're versing the fellow challenger, Kyle Potter. What are you thinking, Mitch? Well, they weren't very good when I got the late call up, but gee, I wouldn't be too happy with myself if I got rolled by this <laughs> <laughs> Potsy, Kyle Potter, another uh, another mastermind winner, returns to the one one. He's out at where are you at the moment? Ascot Racecourse, Potsy, putting up the rail? Yeah, I'm just sitting in the truck. Um, meant to be in Smoker, so I'm actually getting a bit peckish. So this, uh, I better win this quickly. Uh, you'll, you'll be three nil down the second. I don't like you to get peckish, mate. <laughs> oh. I, uh, Potsy, we just asked Mitch if he's got any runners. You got any runners in this weekend? The big H, mate. <laughs> the H trail. Oh, Triple H. Remember Triple H? Watch her wrestling. WWE. Yeah, WWE, yeah. Uh, the old H train. What a what a map for the H train yeah. as well. You're, so, co- you're confident, Cole? Oh, well, I just saw the seven bucks on sports set, so I might have a quick go. I need to get paid first, though. So <laughs> <laughs> get paid twice in one week. <laughs> Very yeah, good. Yeah, Magic Moons last week. Oh, I don't want to even talk about it. <laughs> He's still licking his wounds. Uh, Potsy, yeah. Potsy, Terry, and uh, Tommy Johnson, of course, all shareholders in the mighty Halatorian who goes around at Ascot on Saturday. So there's a bit on the line. There's a bit of pride on the line as well. Mitch McClenney versus Kyle Potter. Fellas, veterans at the Mastermind, so you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's Mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. So, Tommy, as our illustrious guest, we'll throw over to you to do the intro. Challenger, are you ready? Okay, a bit of work to be done there, Tommy. Okay, that's Potsy. 
Lucky well, to be on the I'm same phone call as me. I like this. This is really good. Hey, Mitch, well, you're you're next week's podcast. This is good stuff. I like this. You just sit back in your little office chair and put your secret phone on, mate. <laughs> you're probably in the study with all the books at the racetrack, Johnny. All the years. You should start your own podcast. Yeah. This is tremendous. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, Potsy, are you ready? Yes. Yes, yeah, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. All right, Challenger, are you ready? Well, I guess so. That's me. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ah, oh, dearie me. I just love how much of a shambles it can be at times. Who am I? This is one of my favourite who am I's as well, guys. So um, pay, uh, pay special attention. It took me 13 career starts to notch my first success. I actually haven't told Tommy this. Put your hand up when you think you know it, okay? Uh, it took me 13 career starts to notch my first success. The two feature races over this weekend are the 1,300 metres of the Pinjarra Classic and 1,800 metres of the Detonator Stakes. They're too short for me. All nine of my career victories were over 2,000 metres or more. While Molly Clark rode me on 11 occasions and Sasha Staley on six, I'll always be remembered as dashing Danny Miller's mount. He piloted me on 32 occasions. I was best known for my doggedness as a racehorse and ability to keep coming. My honour roll reads, third in a Perth Cup, first in an ATA by nearly eight lengths, first in a Pinjarra Cup, second in a Tattersall's Cup and second in a 3,200 metre West Australian Cup. I retired in 2018 after 64 starts, but I did win my 63rd start with Molly Clark in the saddle at any old price, which was a regular occurrence in my career. My first name is a town in Russia. My second is the opposite to a girl. Who am I? Far out. Yeah. I was trained by Arthur Mortimer. Just think about the opposite to a girl part as well. Like that, that part gives a bit away. That gives away one of the two yeah. names. Three. <laughs> two. Oh, bitch. Mitch. Oh, Mitch, you said Russian, hey? Yeah. Um, Kirov boy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very Very good. Russian, you'll be okay. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting in front of a computer, mate. That, that, mate, I'm in the car. <laughs> the keyboard would have got to work. This, out. Is, this is a real. I'll get my shot if they find out I'm on break at this time of day. <laughs> so for a grudge match, this, this could be grudge match is the right this word. Yeah, this could be All right, fellas, Mitch has won. Potsy, yet to score. Name the horse who is an acceptor at Ascot this Saturday that finished second to Western Empire in last year's Melvista Stakes. Three, two. Kyle? Kyle? Um, I know this is wrong, but Holy Cameron? Incorrect. Mitch for the steal. Mitch, Outback Jack. Outback Jack. Potsy had a 50-50 there and he's just gone the wrong way. That is correct. Outback Jack finished second to Western Empire in the Mel Vista Stakes. 
Holly and Chairman finished second to uh, Western Empire in the JC Roberts Stakes. Stiff. Oh, oh, stiff. It's hard Bring your nudie run, Pops. It's hard for Pops. It's hard for Pops. If the big hate spins are on Saturday, I'll get me chopper out. <laughs> All right. This, bring, this, this, this even sings out here, fellas. Oh, dear. Multiple choice. Platoon is the current. Yeah. Platoon is the current fave for Saturday's Detonator Stakes. How many Group 1s has Platoon competed in? Five, six, or seven? Have a guess, Potsy. Mitch. Mitch. I'll go six. Incorrect. Incorrect. Potsy five, for the steel. Yeah, so I, this is how I wanted it. The head gets one out of the way. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'll just go five. Oh, oh right. Incorrect. Platoon has competed in a remarkable seven group ones. Quite, I was surprised by that. He's a proper horse. I think it's three Platoon. railways, three Kingston Towns. Three Kingston Towns, three year old one, and Australian Cup yep. in Melbourne, yeah. All right, here we go. Next question. So it's still two to Mitch. Potsy yet to score. How old is 104 start veteran corporate larrikin? Mitch. Mitch. 11. Incorrect. Potsy. Kyle. Yeah, 12. Hey! He's on the board. He's a retire in six months, isn't he? Yeah, he does. He's to retire on uh, the 31st of July. So, uh, Corporal Larrikin, of course. He'll be a who am I one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Next time we get these two back on. All right. Next question. 2-1. Pans down. Lost his second career start as a $1.55 favourite at Belmont, running second almost six lengths behind what boom sprinter? Mitch. Mitch. Clairvoyance. Yeah, he's done it. Mitch McClenny, 3-1. Our very first grudge match, and that's three mastermind victories for Mitch McClenny. How does it feel, mate? Uh, Look. I'd like to say it feels good, but if I lost, I would have gone into hiding for a few days. I think mean, so. <laughs> okay, this is as usual. Tell you what, Mitch, is that last uh, question fitting uh, in regards to what will happen after Halatorian wins? Are we likely to see some pans down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might just come along, I think. <laughs> uh, very good. Thanks, uh, Mitch McClane. A $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. Another visit to the Mundaring for you, lads, is definitely on the card. How did, how did, you, uh, how did you enjoy your time up there uh, at the Mundaring, boys? Yeah, it was just really good, actually. Shame about the company, but, you know, you make do with what you get, I guess. <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was good until I pulled out the, uh, the fish platter. <laughs> <laughs> Bucci's gone out there, no one eats fish, and he bought the seafood platter. <laughs> Babe, you know, you know what they say, you, you, only order, you only order seafood when you can see the sea. <laughs> Very good, guys. And we, were, and we were a long way from it. There yeah, you were. But uh, nine hours inland. You are in the heart of the hills. Uh, very good, Mitch. Congratulations, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. That's uh, another mastermind victory to you. Cole, Potsy, Potter, you've got bigger... Uh, Bigger things to uh, to concern yourself with with the mighty Halatorian going around at Ascot on Saturday. Thanks again for chiming into the one one. Both much appreciated, gents, and uh, get on with the rest of your day. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Good fun. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bit of a bit of humour there for our first oh. edition of the Mastermind Grudge Match. Very good. Good lads. Uh, good lads. Must be must be trying when you go for a beer with them. You got to stay up, don't you? Yeah, I was like. 
basically a big cock contest. Yeah. So who's, who can be funnier? Uh, <laughs> Mitch geez. is just naturally funny, but like yeah. one of those people that everything he says is funny because yeah. Like, <laughs> oh I don't think that can go to bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use a different word. We use a bit like when uh, did you watch the? Um, Oh, I probably can't. The, the halftime show in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, how good is that? How yeah. they had to change so many of the lyrics through it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't that watch good, it. Like, the Busters? Yeah, Busters. <laughs> that was my favorite one because Busters sounded really good. I actually thought that was uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cracking. What so, did you think of the show? That was a great yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many tweets that made so much sense. Like, oh, then you, oh, good. They put something on for the younger people. And then you realize, oh, hang on. No, they're all really old. Yeah. Eminem's 49. Like, Snoop, like Dre's in his 50s. Snoop's in his yeah. 50s. Well, The Chronic came out in 93, didn't it? Something like that. The, uh, that was the the first big West Coast yeah. hip hop album with uh, Dre and Snoop. So it was a real cool, cool about excellent show. But yes, another excellent show was Grudge Match One, Mitch McClenny versus Cole Potter. Mitch has got another voucher to spend up at there at the Mundaring, and uh, we pulled Potsy away from putting up the rail at Ascot to have the crack again. Um, what, what do we think? Do, does, did Mitch earn his spot in the tournament with that victory or not? No. Oh, well, if we're playing, is he a jockey or a trainer? <laughs> Tracking will fill all the slots. Yeah. It's, going to, it's a bit like yeah. an Everest. We need four of each. It's a bit like an Everest yeah, slot on these races. Yeah, easily, there'll be emergencies, I think. So yeah. we might have to do like a little off-air Could you... mastermind to see who makes the final four. Yeah, I reckon we need to do a draw and put it on uh, on Twitter when the, when yeah. the draw comes. Yeah, 100%. When, when when the fixture comes yes, we will. Yeah, we'll put the... So we'll, make each, we'll make a jockey versus trainer. So we'll get the four jockeys one side, trainer on the other, and then... Pop them in. I think we need to get someone from the... Um, we need to get a uh, definitely a female jockey as well. Yeah. We need to get a... I don't know. Holly, Kira? Yeah. Who else? I'm not sure. Geraldine. Geraldine? Jerry. Jerry, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry might be the one, actually. Yeah, who won the 2014 Guineas on Man Booker? <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll know that one. Hey, uh, very good. All right, that's uh, that's the Mundaring Hotel Dobo Racing Mastermind done for this week. Hopefully, we get our Jockeys versus Trainers tournament underway on next week's edition of the 1-1. One, one. All right. And we are back with race five. It's the Crown Perth Handicap over 1,000 metres, 72 plus. Only the nine runners, but this is, a, this is a good little race. This is a cracker. What are we thinking, Jets? I'll let Tommy, Tommy Johnston lead the way. Yeah, this race is interesting from a map point of view with Holly Watson going on Zeeble. I mean, surely they have the intention of finding the rail um, and trying to cross Akramanshla. Whether, whether or not they can, I don't know. But I think either way, just, this is going to be run at a serious pace. Um, and then I think Express Time will be forced to drop behind them after the first 200 when it can't quite keep up to that level. I, don't, I think they'll probably go in the mindset with Express Time, let's just sit. sit. Someone's yeah. going to try to lead it and cook you a bit. Yeah. Um, and then just outside of that, I thought they're going to go so fast, but I still thought Mood Swings is going to was the interesting one from three where – that's actually a sticky barrier to some degree with, with uh, Brooklyn Pierre and Beads underneath it because they're both going to be looking for that same spot. Mm -hmm. And Mood Swing's last start, they were slow away, obviously, but they showed no intent to even sit any closer than they did. Um, so I think they might be the one that drops in behind here, uh, like in the third or second, second third pair, third yep. pair yeah. Um, and then outside of that, like pans down with Smoker's Pipe at the back and... But I thought this was quite an even race. I think I had it 480, the field with beads and pans down on top. And then mood swings, I had around 10s. I really want to take on Ackermanshley here. I think it's vulnerable getting taken on. I mean, last start, it was that heavy leaders by its day and it still got run down by your best friend, Pink Carrots. Mm. So, yeah, just- <laughs> Everyone's <I'm>, best friend. <laughs> yeah. 
bit yeah. suspect here, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably staying out of this race unless I see something silly late, like a $20 mood swings or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably really tell me. I think I'll be staying out here. It'll be interesting with Zozebel, I think, led at all bar sort of two, found the rail at all bar sort of two of its 20 WA starts. It'll be, and, and Luke is quite an aggressive trainer in his instructions to hoops. It'll be interesting though, because Acromantula will want to keep the rail. It, I think it'll almost be beneficial. Zozebel sat in the breeze once and, and ran a really good race. Yeah. Lucy Warwick yeah. board. I think it would be beneficial for Luke, if he tells Holly, like, if we, if we try and cross Acromantula, it turns into a, a shit show and we, we're cooked. If you just sit in the breeze comfortably, um, it'll probably be more beneficial let, let for Let Acro do the work. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let it do our work. So uh, that'll be interesting early doors. I, I'm, and then I'm with you. Work. I think Zeeb will jump, run, pound, and ground and pound. I think those days might be over for him in a, in a way. You know uh, I, mean? so I like, think so. I, I think that that style of racing takes a, takes a toll mm-hmm. after a while. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if, if they just come up for a bit of air. It's like let, crashing packs. Yeah. Like, kind of crash packs forever. Tommy, can yeah. you? I wouldn't know. Have to, get a few, have to get a few cheap balls on the outside. Uh, so yeah, we, that's that's the that's a huge part of the puzzle for this race, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think. But I think if they do sit quietly in the breeze, and it does go and bring Acromantula yeah. back into the race because yeah. that is exactly exactly what it wants to just to sort of go bench to the turn and give a kick down to the fifty six and a half. So um, the funny thing is, Tommy, I think that pink carrots form might end up. I got a feeling that might be good form. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think pink carrots might now that it's turned that corner it might go on with it yeah. type thing. I. I I don't know. What do you make of time scale coming out of that race and stuff? And I thought that was a pretty poor. I don't know what showed yeah, up in the stewards report like or anything. To but time scale go forward. But no, I, I agree. Time scale went so so um, behind its last start. They cleared out from third, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there was big money at Cremantle that day. Look, I don't really want to get involved here because if they do sort of do that, Pans Down is going to be last. It's going to make it impossible for Pans Down. If they go wild and in front and they bunch, well, Pans Down should win quite comfortably but expecting them to bunch in a thousand meter race with some pretty strong ones out in front that's you're asking a bit and i had pans down at the, i mean the current mark it was always going to be around that mark the three was about 350 50, or something yeah. yeah i mean that that for me is not the price to take even though i think pans down is the best horse in this race yeah it's not the price to take at ascot um to come from last over a thousand yeah, meters, no. you know. So I, I want to be on pants. And I, I think it's the best horse in this race, but it's just about how it's going to be run. Like you'd, you'd want to be there in the chats with Zeevil, and, and you'd want to hear what the chats were here and there, and 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 you'd want to, yeah, you'd want to know. So um, it's all about how this race is run. If if they bunch and cook it, pants down gets past them. If they don't. Um, yeah, I think Pans Down's going to run a flashing second or third or something. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, exactly right. Especially with the fifty nine and a half at first up, it's got to it's got to carry the weight as well. So, and then even if they do bunch, you need to get the right runner out around the outside. You can't be coming looking for gaps and getting held up. So, there's a few little bits and pieces that need to add up. So, um, I think I think Beads is going to get a good map. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. just a bit worried about Beads had its chance to run down my baby blue jane how would it go here the weight swings really nice it's deep into a campaign um yeah again i'm about five bucks 550 beads so yeah yeah this is a race it's it's a good one to watch good one to be an owner i just just what's the prize money for night uh, you reckon material? But I mean, I can't imagine seventh to ninth is much difference. But yeah, I uh, I think we're up against it. But I, I reckon we've, as I said, I don't like the form reference coming out of that race. But um, I think we watching our horse closely. I think gate cover, good tempo out in front. I, I reckon there might be progression in material witness. So I don't, I wouldn't be suggesting a bet here in a million years, but um, I've, good got, race to be I've got, but I've got CJP looking, held up, looking for so runs, climbing so over heels, 
Yeah, I almost I almost hate that because I probably yeah. want it back at myself. So yeah. I'll, I'll almost hate that's that. Like, oh, we should have beaten buddy Acromantula and Pans down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have. Bofine, here we go. Yeah, I um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bofine at least. Yeah, <laughs> at least so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good race. I've I just just went back through Pans down's form last prep. Comes a time knocked off Bissell Test. You ran second to Nero Dio, who went on to win the Bofine. Speaking of the Bofine, and then um, slashing fourth behind Long Beach. Miss Kentucky, Gemma's son. That was his last run before before a uh, spell. And Pans Down's last four and two were almost identical to stable mate Miss Kentucky. So huge closing speed. Gun down uh, Riverbow in a uh, Lucky Hill Barrier Trial on Feb eight. I uh, listened to hearing hearing what Terry has saying about if they string out um, and put 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 real pressure on Pans Down to accelerate a long way from home and have to burn too much of his. Of his fuel, then uh, that's a problem. But just like I think Pans Down's only going to get better with that prep under his belt. Last time in, he's a really progressive sprinter, and Paddy Carberry, not many are riding it better. Tell so, you what, if someone's going to back it, it's you. I reckon yeah. you backed it every start at one last prep beach. So you're yeah. probably someone that can throw in at that price and not feel too guilty about it. Yeah, but I'm with you. I think it's actually 370, like since the other markets have come out. But I think with the strength of this race and the evenness of it, that maybe four dollars plus could be uh, could be could be a go. This will be a fascinating market watch. A bit like the race last week with how how's Serenity Special View Secret Deploys where all the money came. Yeah, like that was a. Fascinating watching special view get out to nearly fifteen dollars. Yeah. House Serenity seven eight dollars. Did you see the first flop for uh, five bucks or so? Secret deploy. I think it was four dollars into two nine. Yeah, it was well, the right yeah. money though. Yeah. Oh, it was the right hundred yeah. percent. It was the right money. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, yeah, this will be one of those races. And as Tommy said, there could just be a blowout price. You might end up back in a horse right now. You're not considering quite as much. I'm not backing material witness, mate. Yeah, but <laughs> $44, Tommy goes, well, hang on. I wonder if Pete Antonitz oh, and uh, Toby Dunn are going to be chiming in on the people's, their so-called people's horse Riverbow. So we'll yeah. wait and see what the uh, heavy hitters are up to there. The yard mentioned. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see how Riverbow wins it, to be honest. It's got three white note covers sort of written all over it. Oh, it does. And even with cover, it gets out sprinted, then it's not quick enough. Oh, I don't know. Good horse. Often, yeah. often catches me off guard. Try to burn it. some points, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. if they're not, they should be. Yeah. Well, they might be doing that accidentally. Yeah. yeah. All right. Race six. Yeah, good luck with Material Witness. Thank you. Yeah, you and Troy and yep. the crew. Connor. Connor. All the boys. Yep. So Jimmy Ronnie. Yeah. Who's that? Jimmy. One of those, the, the mayor of the Ashby Tavern. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of yeah. Troy's good mates. Oh, very good. good. Lad, Jimmy. Jimmy, congratulations. Uh, there's some other real notables in the uh, ownership as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mario Delaney. Yeah, back yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. This was a, this was a um, Electra Bloodstock horse, actually. It was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bit of a story behind that. That's for another day, though, Tommy. <laughs> that is for another day. Race six, the Amelia Park Handicap, over 1,600 metres, a graduation. Uh, not a bad contest. This is a few of these races where they're very even, sort of 4 or $5 dollar the field type setups, and this, mm. is, this is another one of those over the mile. A few horses on the quick backup as well, which is uh, usually a positive. Uh, Terry Layton, this has got... Bit of a PRG top feel to it. This race. Oh, what have we got? No, I like. I like the. I wish you threw to me for the other two that are because there's a 1660 plus, an yeah. 1800 meter staying race, and a feature race. Sorry, yeah. and an 1800 meter 60 plus. Feels like we've. But in saying that, you're getting good sized fields. Yeah. So I can't be too critical. And then you got through the 2200 or so. So, mm. but they've all got good sized fields. So 20 I numbers. Last, so yeah, numbers. exactly right. Yeah, the full 20. Well, some might have had to have been sacked. There might have been 21. 
Anyway. We could um, divide it and run 10. Oh, look, if I, this is a good race just to lob them in market order, right, and just yep, to discuss got. it. Okay, so we chuck. Just going to look here. So Crescent City is your favourite, and I'm going to continue, especially Barry Barrier 9, I'm going to continue to take on Jet till he rides his first winner in the city. That's just what I'm doing. He, should, he can't be favourite from 9. Like The only way... Yeah, he probably, he's probably going to have to go forward. Outside leader? Yeah, I think it's yep. a great race to go forward off the short backup. Definitely can win. It's just not going to get mine. Daniel Storm, uh, Crescent City. Yeah, yep, that's how I've got Same. it. Yep, yeah, that's how I've got it looking. Um, Trade him in was a great ride from Sean McGruddy in at Westfield Platinum. Those races form was a bit, of a bit of a query, but this isn't all that deep. Um, we'll skip loose box. Come back to that in a minute. Speedbird got the right run last start. Couldn't knock off. Street, street fair, fair. Was it? yeah, street fair. So, dearie me, Outback Jack. It's winnable for Outback Jack, but I'm going to just risk it till I see maybe a little upturn in form. But there's a little one-one there or something for Outback Jack. I suspect. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a look at one, uh, Outback Jack. He just looks like he's he plotted a bit last yep, trip. Yeah, I agree. Tiff has spoken. Um, first up at a mile off six months. First ride for Alan Kennedy in yeah, how long? Four or five months. It's been a while. So I take him on. Downforce, downforce. Benji's, Benji's. Street fair, street fair. Paulton LaSands can run a race, but it's going to be last. So there's nothing there. Sluice Box is the only horse I can consider backing. Yeah. In, in oh, a sorry. nutshell. A, so. a Kennedy, just quickly. A Kennedy hasn't ridden since August. Yes, August yeah. 5. Yeah. August in, in a race. In a yep. race. Sorry. Yeah. So the only positive about that for anyone backing this is he's got two rides and they're 59 and a half, and I think the other one's 60. So he's probably riding a catch here, which I, I really love. Uh, that was probably the negative for Spin the Knife as well earlier, sorry. So Mitch Pateman rode at 60 and a half, but it was his last race ride, so Mitch probably got himself to 60 probably and a half. 60 yeah, yeah. Probably 61, yeah. Probably lost, lost weight. Exactly, right. Race, yeah. So Holly's going to have eight or nine um, uh, dead. There's going to be dead weight. So, yeah. But when Pikey rode at 59 and a half last campaign, one by three and a half, um, like Pikey would be 53, 54, so there would have been six, seven. Dead then as well, didn't affect it then. But um, yeah, Sluice Box is the only horse I can back, basically, yep. just the way I, I punt here. Even so, at the $5? Is that about right? Yeah, I'm about four bucks. Yeah, okay. box. It's not I'm it's not rushing me in at that price. I don't know what the market will do, but Tommy will tell me. Um, I thought like I have Sluice Box on top. Looks like they'd try to hold a position last start, but I was a bit worried by the they fact did, they couldn't. They? Like they just kept drifting back and back under riding. So I was a bit worried there, but almost, ended, the look up, almost ended up being for the best really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. To um, be ridden that hard that early and still finish off. It, I think it finished the race off best because it's hard to pick up and sprint defense like that. That's pretty good. Like, yeah, so it's good run. You can't do it at both ends usually. Yeah, so I think here, I don't think they'll be as hard out of the gates, but I think they'll be keen on settling sixth or so like two pairs back and from there i think with crescent city and the breeze with jet stanley on you just have to take it on daniel storm leading i mean it's probably i'm not even gonna say it's probably overs it's not overs um but like it's just they're a bit vulnerable in front behind them out about jack i think it's gonna be jammed on the rail and i don't like it first stuff over the mile um trade him in gifted last start um, should have lost to a better one. <laughs> and so just process of elimination, I think Sluice Box for me looks quite obvious. It's not a horse I'd like to back at $5, but... Oh, it's a losing bet. Like it's a case it's be of... a losing bet. I'm back to two starts ago and we'll get three wide. It was probably... I thought it was the right move, right money um, and we lost. And I think that might be the case again. It's the right money and we lose. But yep. I'll be on undoubtedly... Yeah, so, oh, yep. I'm going to plant my flag. I haven't even backed it yet. I'm going to plant my flag, yeah. Jet Stanley, this is <laughs> this is the this, one. This is it. Yeah, this is your moment. I do. If yes. they do this, find the breeze, this is the race. This is your moment. Yeah. I thought I thought Jet rode it really well mm -hmm. uh, last Saturday. Who did he push out? He pushed someone out. He pushed out Holly Watson on Treasured yeah. Brown. It just went back. If I was on Crescent City last start, um, I would have been very happy. 
with the way he pushed out at that time and got into yeah, the race. Yeah, made all the right moves. Yep. Made all the right moves. Yeah. Uh, I think Jets just got to ride this uncomplicated, roll forward, sit outside, leader, rate, and hopefully give a good enough kick to hold off your sluice boxes or your trade wins or whoever's making a lunge at them late. So Jets Stanley on the quick backup, Crescent City, you reckon it's ready to win? But, oh. yeah, scared of uh, sluice, sluice box, of course. Yeah, we get it. Sluice box is one of those... I've probably backed it 10 times. It's four from 36. <laughs> but in saying that, it's been handled by a lot of um, apprentices over the journey. Did it, did it get going in Jordan's sluice box originally? Yeah, when yeah. Jero, then I went to Jaden Thomas in, I think he's part of the ownership group, Jaden yeah. Thomas in Kalgoorlie where yeah. it went super. But it's been ridden by, it's not the type of horse I think would be suited to claiming apprentices. Um, I, I, yeah, I like seniors on sitting spring yeah. horses. So Chrissy Parnham, seven days after it was 26th to 13th last week. Yeah, if it doesn't, if this if so, this isn't its day, there may not be is many it more days. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to lose. I almost know I'm going to lose it, but I'm just going to back it anyway because that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> race seven, the Drum and Golf Handicap, 2,200 metres, rating 66 plus. How is the golf handicap coming along? Terry, have you had a game this Yeah, summer? yeah, yeah. Played about 18 months ago. So, um, <laughs> yeah, went well. Went well? Yep, went super. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I actually do want to get some. I, 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 I do want to get back I think you were a keen golfer. Nah, no, 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 no. It's Crip, Crip's pretty keen golfer. Yeah. Um, nah. I'm going to – I do want to get back into it though. All I do is um, punt. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Tommy? Uh, oh, I try a swing. I just use my 15-year-old stress fractures in my back as an excuse why I can't <laughs> hit them well. But, yeah, no. Nah, I try and get into it. I bought an expensive set of clubs and then decided that after one use was enough that I can't hit them. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll get back to it. That's like buying the um, the year long gym pass. You don't have to go. You've got the, you've got the pass. That's, uh, that's halfway there. Yeah, no, nah, no, no golf for me. The holy mollies is uh, about as adventurous as I get yeah. with, the, uh, with the golf. I reckon. But anyway, the rating sixty six plus twenty two hundred meters. We did have a quick chat in that race prior about the evenness and the openness of the remainder of the card. And uh, this is no different. However, Holy Enchantment and uh, a couple of others do look like they have um, they have a bit of an edge. Over the majority of these, uh, Holy Enchantment, interesting prep, finished its campaign with a really tough, grinding 1,800-metre victory on the 11th of December last year. I don't know if you've got any info, Tommy, on what happened post that, but we didn't see him again until January 25 when he had a trial at Lark Hill, and then he came out and started $3 favourite at Pinjaro over 1,800 metres and ran third with 61 kgs on that occasion. So he's gone uh, break. Trial 1450, race 1800, then basically second up into a 2200, which is um, interesting placement from SJ Miller. Yeah, I'm not sure what his thought process was if something went, when a miss went at one yeah. um, on the 11th, I'm assuming something would have had to, but interesting. Like a foot or a virus yeah, or something like something that. Yeah, something like that. Um, interesting placement, I thought, going 18 off a 50-day break and then up to 22, I thought they would have been perfectly suited at 18 again and, um, and then go off and trip, but... I don't know, maybe SJ is smarter than me. Let's let's go with probably. Um, this wasn't a race I was particularly enthused by. Do you do the, do you do the same races? Oh, sparingly. Like yeah. when I feel – I just thought that like, this was a race where I was never going to find Holly and Charm and I really want to take on off we go and I continued, uh, will continue to take on prize miss. Yep. So I thought there might be a bit of value and – I mean, I've got value, but like is it value if it runs 11th? Mm. Um, but – I thought black chips. I got yeah. eight dollars the field. It opened sixteens, I think, or something around around that. I didn't take it, but I probably should have. Yeah, did you oh, right? Brad, Brad sixteen dollars. Yeah, um, and then I think I was. Did you knock that off, dude? I think I was longer than oh, Brad. Right. So yeah, oh, right. black chips twenty one. 
Yeah. And then I had the other one I think I somewhat found is Chuck Luck. I thought their last win they led at Sandown over 2000. Um, last start or two starts ago, he missed the kick a little bit. Um, but I'm hoping with Parnham going on from Chris going on from 11, they might just go forward here in a race with our Norman, the only leader. I'm sure <laughs> corporate I reckon won't start in this. No, name jockey names in the last. So, yeah, for me, I'll back Chuck Luck at 186 on Betfair late. There's no um, way you're getting 186. <laughs> no, but I'll take the nice, 51s. Uh, I think it's 41 now, something yeah. like that, which will probably get me. So, but yeah, I didn't have a whole heap of interest in this. Yeah, you're race. right. The breeze is there for someone, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Superior small will want it. It's just, it'll take 400 meters yeah, to get there, you know? Yeah. So, but that, that will be, I can imagine that will be the plan. They will tell Brad, just be aggressive. It's a tough horse, yeah. but it'll be a dead horse. We've got a long <laughs> way to go with the amount of work to get to the breeze, I'd suggest. So, juicing carrots is another opportunity, yeah. another option for the. For the breeze, uh, black chips. Are we pretty keen to sit this start and roll into the race from the eight hundred? Like they've been doing, but um, yeah, interesting. Fryer no, away. Fryer away is the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fryer away is the winner. I'm relatively confident Fryer away yeah. win, but you're going to get way better late. Like, yeah. I was surprised. I expected because there's so many money. I expect big money, Holy Enchantment. I expect off we go to be supported again. Prize miss won't wobble. Our Norman can't. Like, it needs to be respected by the market. It can't mm. be any longer than six, seven, eight, nine dollars. Yeah. Like it's as Tommy said, it's your only leader. They've gone wild last time. That was a big. That outside. was a big win. Yeah. Just huge yeah. wins. Yeah. Had to sit outside Casilla del Lago. The rest of the race was dominated by horses off speed. Um, yeah, just a bit of respect is required for our normal prices, right? Seven fifty or so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think truly reliable will stay nice and firm with Stevie Parnham going on. Uh, hasn't had a huge amount of luck. Uh, Chile is hot, won't get the wobbles. Ukbar Ted, they'll look to get into the race earlier. Tollman was good in the York Cup, but I don't think it'll get the 2200. Even if it does, it's 14. It's a lot needs to go right, but yeah, Fryer away is never all that well supported. Um, interesting stat with Fryer away as well. At Ascot, 21 starts, four wins, five seconds. Away from Ascot is career BJ, 24 starts, zero wins, four placings. Really? How's that? Yeah, it just only goes at Ascot. So it's run two starts ago, deep the trip. I know they didn't go quick, but deep the trip, come right back, scrapped on the line, three lengths further back to, uh, it was black chips. In third, yep. uh, last time out, they've gone wild. Whiting could have tucked in. He's just decided to, he just stayed deep on a, it was just the wrong race and it wasn't at his favourite track. I think if they can get to the 1-1, one, one, and what I want to see Sean O'Donnell do here, Tom, what I want to see Sean do is get into it from the 600 and roll into the race. Are you listening, Sean? Are you listening, Sean? Just, just, just let it go and ride it out. And I'm pretty confident. Over t- 2,200 metres, it's the best stay. We don't know enough about Holly and Chairman yet. Yeah. I'm not interested at the four bucks. Like we've got, this, we've got this thing in our mind about Holly and Chairman. It's going to be the greatest day of all time. Like maybe, yeah, it's going to it's going to find trouble. It could be back on the fence from four as well. Yeah. Like it's going to be between runners. It might not be winding up into it. Like it can win, but it's going to go around unders. I know that. Um yeah, for me, Fryer away, if, if he rides it, as I just said, I'm really confident that it'll um, be really hard to beat. I'm pretty sure we'll get me a 20 bucks bet fair late as well. I'm not even considering the $11 that's um, that's around at the moment. So I, I'm six, six, seven dollars type thing, Fryer away. Okay. Our Norman and it are the two joint favourites for me. Uh, I like Holly and German for what it's worth. <laughs> so, well, I'm just knocking the price. Yeah. I'm just more. I, if I'm thinking five fifty or above, I don't know if that's going to happen for Holly and German. Mm-hmm. But just as a three year, I just had him. I just thought he was really progressive. Had him pegged as a potential sort of derby prospect. Then they pulled the pin on that prep. Came back. He ran those two good fourteen hundreds. Then that 800 meter win was gutsy. It was a three wide. It was a, it was a really really good win with with 60 kgs. Was it Murray? Sorry, it was a Murray. Was it Murray? Good win, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Western Warriors, mate. Yeah. Huh? Could have gone with Simon. But yeah, I would have gone Simon. Yeah. Too, yeah. Well, I Murray. Simon, yeah. Simon hates, a, hates a punt, doesn't he? What? Do you know Murray? Do you know Murray? Good? No, it's a punt. Zimbabwe champion. Yeah. 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 Mercantile Mutual Cup winner. Would have been on a deck and Shemri's favourite players already. <laughs> yeah, Murray, you're right, yeah. actually. Holly uh, Chapman for me. Just really like this horse moving forward. Uh, I don't think he's the best star in the world, is what Terry said some people do. But I think that this, in a race that lacks a bit of quality, he might have the, the class edge. So kept out of trouble by Brad Parnham grinding into it. He can get past, far away, and our Norman right on the line. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear mate. Race eight. Race eight, the detonator. Uh, place the bomb and detonator. I don't know where I'm going there, actually. I've completely <laughs> lost it. Uh, over the 1,800 metres. Now, this is Stafford Ladd is uh, an early scratching. Two-cent deductions apply. Um, Speaking to Dan Morton. Yes. Uh, Stafford's Ladd's a big chance to be on a plane on Monday, Tuesday, Adelaide. alongside Kiss on all four cool. cheeks. So, which is, why, which is why it's coming. Adelaide out. or Sydney? Adelaide Cup for Stafford, uh, Sydney Prep for Kiss on all four cheeks. They parachuting. Yeah, how do they get the same? They're just parachuting it off and they go past. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of Madagascar. Yeah. You know, I hear a story once, and this, this is so wrong. I can't believe I'm going to say this, and this is going to be recorded, and you're going to laugh at me. Did they ride Simply Adorable to the Adelaide Cup? <laughs> <laughs> One single, they rode it across there, didn't they? Uh, helicopter, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they rode it across. Anyway, that's why I don't know. Okay, 1,800 like, like metres. The, the first Melbourne Cup winner, Archer. They rode it all the way from New South Wales to uh, an hour in New South Wales to Flemington, and it uh, won the Cup. Well, there, there you go. go. It's, well, it's good. They go well off the, the short backup. We saw with um, Fletcher Road yesterday, didn't we? Tommy. Yes, we so, did. Yeah. I like with stayers like, going forward, like my only criticism is, and it's – yeah, I just think with stage, you don't want to be sitting up on them until 200 to go. Like with Friar Away, with a horse like Friar Away, um, you'd like to see him sort of get stuck in and, and, and grash like a stay. Grash, yeah, you don't, you don't want yeah. to let them level up to you and say, well, let's out sprint them now, give it a soft run, because that's not how stayers are um, going to show their best. Very interesting race here. A lot of horses very well in the market. Tommy, um, yeah, what did, what did you find here? I've had a bet. and I'm You've had a bet? Somewhat keen on one. You've had an eddy? Yeah. What are we on? I'm on true attraction. <laughs> okay. I saw that. I saw a little fluck. Did you tip that to your followers? No, I didn't tip it. I will tip it. Yeah. Um, if it remains double figures, I think I've got it at 650 yep. around that. Yeah, 660. Um, I just thought last, first start, I mean, I have no idea. If you watch the replay, what like they obviously had no intention of winning, but O'Donnell it was just like a mm. – it was just strange. I'd, there was no intent with anything. He fought him for half the – Buddy race, it was just odd. And then last start I thought was actually really good. Um, best through the line in my opinion, um, 100 meters past the post, he's gone past all of them. So I thought up to 18, perfect. Be able to settle somewhere midfield-ish, probably touch worse, I don't know. But with uh, Stafford's lad going out and Bocan in the race, I thought it's interesting if they go forward here and put a bit of pressure on Cockney crew, um, and Maracino, I imagine from 16, Maracino's not going to go back to last. I think they'll be forced to go forward and follow Cotney Crew across. Surely Bo Count doesn't start, does it? Oh, please, bro. I have no idea. I mean, I'm. What about King, if, King rolling forward as well? I thought they would drop him behind him, but in, okay. my, in my opinion, I thought that was from four, they have a, the option of just slotting him behind. I wonder if they were um, looking for the better going again on the King. 
Anyway, I have no idea. But yeah, I just I ended up with I ended up with platoon on top. There. Yeah, there's a bit of salt there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, affect the spruker. I'm salty too. You know, yeah, yeah. I've ended up with platoon be, you on top. Should be saltier than me. <laughs> he was on the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm um, platoon on top six bucks but I would need eight dollars to entertain it but the 11 or 13s I think I took for true attraction got me and that's the way I'll play it yeah oh, I, I do I've been sort of I'm like you I reckon true attraction's been going well I see true attraction as a pikey Clint Johnston Porter real strong hands and heels jockey type horse yeah that was probably the one thing I was waiting for was, was CJP to probably go and not that Mancabri's tactically I think riding these horses better than Clint but strength-wise in, in the saddle, I'm, I'm probably – I feel this horse needs to be revved up and and, and pushed through the line in, in that sense. Um, but I can definitely see what you're saying with true attraction. But, um, yeah, I'm with I'm with Platoon again. Um, we're going to need the um, – we're going to need to take it on trust a little bit. 49 days, freshen up Perth Cup into this. Did it last year, won a Cyril Flower. It's a different setup. Unreal. Fresh, freshening up. It's really, when you think about it. Yeah, and Neville said he was interviewed during the week, and the one thing that really caught me is that we've only won X amount of races, five, 43, but that's because I maybe stuffed up by running a hole in a railway and getting 15 points. If it yeah. hadn't done that, I mean, as we said in the, the mastermind before, Platoon's running seven group ones. Yeah. Like, it's a problem. This is like when I looked at it, I was like, how, how is this getting in? How's the set weights and penalties got this in at 56 and a half? So, um, I think it's because it's uh, that group, that listed victory was more than two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that, that was um, that was the JC Roberts. Yes, where it beat Regal yep. Power. That's its win over the eighteen hundred meters at Ascot. Yeah, its three subsequent eighteen hundred meter runs are all been in Kingstown Classic. Yeah, so, uh, it ran second to. I mean, we're talking about a horse that's run the second quickest last. Even though it's run tenth in the railway, it's run the second quickest last two. It's then. Um, it went, I thought it was really good behind um, Regal Power in the. Cox State. Yeah. Team. Yeah, it went super behind yeah. Regal Power, cleared out from, from third. And then in the Perth Cup, which I think they knew the 2,400 metres was right on the on the precipice. It's gone super. So, yeah, um, yeah a bit of trust required. Need to get in the race at the right time. It looks a nice map. There's there's six, seven, eight real back markers in this. Yeah. So, Platoon should be able to land in about sixth, seventh, eighth. Um, yeah. If it's with, right and humming, it's with, just weighted to win the race. With tempo, there should be some, yeah, should exactly. be some space. I can't I mean, have Cockney Crew at all for me. No. I just can't have Cockney Crew. If, if it leads and, and wins one, good on them. Uh, it's got the right hoop on to, to do so. But um, there's a lot of horses in this race that I think are too much. I was interested in your thoughts as Tommy, like two in the market. Cockney Crew sort of 750, Nerfbox 15. Friar Esk 18. Yeah. The King's got CJP. That's fair enough. He's a Parker, 20, even 27. Yeah, like, that's For me, they're all massive drifters on the day. Yeah. Massive drifters on Betfair. So, yeah, the money will come for – I reckon the my gut is the money comes for cash. I reckon the money will yeah. come for – Yeah, I think so. I'm not interested. It's not for me. But I think the money will – it already has. It's already tens into sort of $6, $7. Um, but, for Sentimental Queen. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm platooned about 4 bucks. So yeah, I was keen platoon and Paddy Shadow. Paddy's. So I just wanted to say Paddy's is the other yeah. one, I think. But I, I, the reason I was just platoon over Paddy's is because um, just think it sprints better at the eighteen hundred. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can never ride off Paddy Shadow out of anything. She's just such no, a good she, man. She's seven she, now. She'll probably what? get to a nice little Betfair spec price. Yeah, yeah. They're the two that I'm going to be focusing on. A bit like what Tommy said, price wise. If if the if the closer to start time, bet when Betfair kicks in, and we sort of. Maybe there's a bit of a squeeze on late. Hopefully, it could be the opening horse too. Yeah, though. it could be. Yeah, yeah. Just on what it's done, there's a there, there's a chance that Platoon's the one back. There's a chance. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Salah's six fifty. 
from a map point of view, I can see, see it, it, but yeah. I didn't like the way it found the line all that much last start. I think it's a yeah. I, I marked it third elect. Yeah, uh, just yeah. On, on probably residual respect and the map, but um, yeah, I'm not interested really. Uh, yeah, the other two I was focusing on platoon and Paddy Shadow, maybe Bet and Sable back both if they both are reasonable uh, on Betfair late. But uh, that is our detonator stakes look done. And what's next, Eric? Uh, well, Tommy, what is what is this race, Tommy? What do they call the, What do they call the last of the day in Metro Western Australia? The Get Out Stakes, S T E A K S. I was hoping you cooked that. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, yeah. No, Tough this time uh, after last time, we absolutely butchered it. That's right. <laughs> butchered it. Get it? <laughs> the extremely popular Get Out Stakes uh, is brought yeah. to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road with Timmy Hewitt, the man in charge. Tim and his team, terrific operators, swing pass. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1 one, one and the uh, Timmy will look after you. That is for sure and certain. Congratulations to episode 114 winner, David Keats, Keatsy Guru. Listen to this. Keatsy was one of four people who found, four people found Ken, Tina Kutu in the last. What? Yeah, four. Just they all going to get stakes, yeah. don't they? Yeah, you, you'd be stiffed when you're fighting the $41 point. I, right. I, I hope they've all had something on as well. Keatsy's uh, was nearest the pin though with his margin. Uh, this guy has flown under the radar as far as get out stakes is concerned. I've noticed him several times. That was his fourth times. win. Oh, can you believe it? That should be worth three wins as well. Can you believe it? Well done, Keatsy. Four wins in the Get Out Stakes. Now he's right up there with the. We need to. We need to get that leaderboard done. Leader so yeah. it's got to be Nichols, uh, Perth Guru, Benny Armstrong, yep. Benny Novak Smith, and uh, if I've forgotten anyone, apologies. But Keatsy's up there now. Fourth victory in the Get Out Stakes. Congratulations, yeah. mate. You won it, Tommy. Yeah. Once. Once. Yep. Who was the horse? Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell me. No. Okay. Good stakes, sir. Oh, brilliant. Succulent? Yeah, I, I've stuffed one. Other one's perfect. Put some of BJ's salt on? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you stuffed the first one? Yeah, butchered it, but that's all right. Yeah. Gave it to Dad. We live and learn. Oh, I gave it to Dad. He ended it. He <laughs> <laughs> <And> butchered it. <laughs> to answer this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine at Ascot on Denton at a Stakes Day, uh, let us know who you think will win. Uh, the race, of course, at a decimal winning margin. Two decimal places preferred at the 1-1 one, one pod on Twitter. And, of course, Tommy, we can never, ever forget the Sam White rule. First in, best dressed. Of course. Guru, race nine. Tell you what, if um, we ripper and all man are second and third favourites, tell you what, all man, one of the greatest hard luckers. You're going to have to listen to this very quickly. So all man I've marked, I can't remember, 15 bucks or something. $71 I'm thinking no one's going to chop this off. I'll wait till the minimum bet laws kick in because they bet me to two per account. And I was just going to lob across all my accounts and, and back it and off we go. And it was about, I think it was in the morning it went off, about eight in the morning or something. And it's 71s to 31s. I'm like, oh, no, not backing at 31s. Absolutely refuse. Still 40s late bet fair and absolutely refuse. And the rest is history, Tommy, as you know. But yeah, someone's chopped it in the morning. So anyway, all man can go and get stuffed. Um, but if we rip an all man, are uh, your second and third favourites? at single figures and all in red from the widest gate um, is, is the next select. This is a pretty thin old race. Yeah. It's a thin old finish. What do you guys think? Look, I, I know Chicklet's the obvious and it's just the dead obvious, yeah. but oh, dearie me, I didn't like that last 100 metres. Doug's bit, Dad's big head had got out underneath it and um, hit the line better than it. I, I do think it's a better horse back to the 18. I like Clinton. I like yeah. the setup for it, but this will be a hard run race. 
will that suit this? Or think back to last week's last race of the day when we saw the true stayers benefit from the hard run race because you obviously you got Misty Lad, Corporate Larrick and um, who else, Tommy? Asymmetric from the widest comes mm. across on speed. There's a couple of those who might roll forward. Yeah, yeah. I don't, think, draws. I don't think they're going to mess about here, BJ. So, mm. um, yeah, interesting stuff. I, I, I knew Chicklet would be about this price. And I'm Look, I'm just below $4, I, but I... All right, so if we don't like... Troublesome. If, if we don't like Chicklet, we'll ask Tommy Johnston for something a bit outside of the market here what, what are you thinking in this this raffle the heineken three um gonna declare one yeah um, 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 uh. go on because i don't think we're gonna start come a little bit closer oh, i'm really dear. hoping it gets a run really hoping it gets a run not because i want to back it but just because it's the only thing i could actually back in this like chiclet i have clear top pick and yeah. it's disgusting because it shouldn't be 360 i think it's just Five dollar fifty chance. Like I think when you struggle to mark a second favorite, it has to be that price. Yeah, that's the thing. Like so, it's just I've got coming a little bit closer. Third elect, I think at ten dollars, and it's eighteens. I think somewhere, yeah, eighteens at a fake agency. Um, but this race is absolutely horrible. Like horrible. Tough, isn't it? Just, I don't know how what you found. Like it's I don't know how you can race. find anything with any confidence on any level. What, wasn't there money for corporate larrikin in the <sighs> Narragin Cup? Was there? I'm pretty sure it was like. 20. There's often the syndicates don't mind backing the leaders, though. Yeah. That's often a thing. Uh, if there's ever an announcement that a horse is going to be ridden against Patton to go forward, it's always well supported. Yeah. I think that's just naturally a thing. If you're in front, you at least get to. You know, I, feel I, like I, I tip leg up. In, I tip chickly in the leg up because it's the bleeding obvious. However, looking around it, I was sort of thinking it could be a misty lad kind of day. I didn't mind its run the other day. Um, Roll, yeah, a bit more, bit more positive, a bit more galloping room with uh, for Victoria Corva on Saturday, or even like I don't know, one of the one of the Erklands too, or even a horse like without reason who didn't get a lot of luck first up. So I think it's moral without reason. I think I think it's genuinely not a moral. moral <laughs> is the wrong word. I, I can't use that word. I'm back to winner in a month. Um, <laughs> take that out. I <laughs> take delete or leave it. Delete or leave. Uh, delete. Delete use of moral. <laughs> uh, it's um, yeah. I think without reason can run a race. Yeah. Surprise me. It runs yeah. last. But uh, look, I think Troy Turner probably had the option to ride all in red. Um, is Troy think, Turner riding inspired at the moment? He's riding well. He is. Moment. Yeah, he's riding. I, I, um, I don't think I've really seen him ride this like yeah at this level. Yeah, tell probably. you what, I would love. <laughs> To see the same ride on Fletcher Road and without reason. So yeah. without reason to horse who's obviously always had pretty big wraps on it. Derby um, prep, wasn't it? One stage? Yeah, Derby. I think it ran fourth or fifth in the Derby. Yep. Ran um uh what's the other staying race? The Mel Vista. Yeah. BJ. Yeah, it ran fourth or fifth in the man. It was one of the runs of the race as well. Uh early career, I think they were trying to figure out the best way to ride it. Um they were going, they sat in the breeze when it had a, a nice win over apparition before that. Um, it then didn't sort of come back for its next prep at all. Um, started favourite in a 66 plus over 1,800 metres. I remember, one, too far I remember back. one day it was a price and you said, mark my words, this was on the podcast. This, this, was, this was horse will start favourite. Is that again some not to be missed? Uh, it no, was, it was uh, I think it was that one. It was the. It was like our one of our very first podcasts yeah. and it was backed 16s to 5s. Yeah. I've got that here against Prince Turbo. That's right. Won the race Turbo. and it started favourite. Yep. So, unfortunately, that didn't pay me anything when it ran sixth, Tommy. Punted, um, punted well. Punted well. I'll tell you what. Punted well. I hate punting well. Um, anyway, without reason, uh, really liked it. So, it came back for another prep, was was good at its staying prep. 
I don't know now. Stay. I, I think it's a horse that loves his eighteen. Yeah, two thousand yeah, yeah. Um, one run in March for twenty twenty one. No good. It was actually a pretty good run, but it was tipped straight out. So clearly not right. Two trials. First up, fourteen hundred. Came down the outside. Ran fourth to create. I really like that run. Thought it was really nice for a horse who does need as far as possible. First up, there was a bit of support around with the sixty one kilos, kilos behind Gold Merits. Fifty one to twenty six. It's held up the entirety. It was bolting. Yeah. Reckon it goes close there, BJ. Right. It wins. I reckon it goes very, very, very close. We've got a 14 sort of worth. Yeah, I think it goes very, very, yeah, very I close. Agree. Must must be very fine without reason. It just yeah. you can't have long preps. It's only had the 26 starts. It's a six-year-old now. Fitness so, worries me here to some degree. But you've you've had the two trials in November, December, the race in December, the trial in January, the race in February. So it's it's been up for a while. I, I reckon this is its target race as well. This to me, it ticks. When I first I thought, oh, you're probably being a little bit silly here. And I thought this ticks a lot of boxes. I think Troy Turner knows the horse well. Um I think you'll realise he doesn't want to be inside runners looking for holes. You want to yep. be out running. Rolling, and I, yeah. I think they're gonna be going mad, they're gonna bunch and they're gonna be going past him. I think if the big grey, um, watching his old replays, wasn't so grey when he started his career. Yeah. Uh, I think the big grey, if they get him to the outside, he can he can run a race at uh, what's it like twenty six bucks or so. Yeah. Um, yeah, run a bit of a race, but it's purely the fact I'm looking for a bit of value. So yeah. without reason for me. I'm with you. Yeah. So my, my my value runners, I suppose, is I'm twelve dollars misty. Is without re- without reason, and the top weight misty lad. Yeah. Right for Boy Hill and Victoria Colby, but if but yeah, if, just it's chiclet, just staring you right in the face, but it just doesn't doesn't. Did you like right. it's did you like its last run? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I just thought it just sort of felt the pinch late over the 2059. Yeah. But this is going to be a 2000 meter race run over 1800. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm the same as you. I, I marked it favourite, but I I didn't like doing so. I felt like I had to. Yeah. So, we just couldn't make anything else shorter. Like, yeah. name one horse outside of Chico that you can have priced under $6. Like, oh, well, Brad went up $5 all man. Which I think tells you a bit of a story about yeah. this horse race. Like, yeah. Betfair's going to be the exchange. Be Fascinating. Uh, Fascinating. I can't see how with it reason doesn't stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think be, I, think, I think there might be support, but I, I don't know. Who knows? It's 27, it 28 now. Yeah. I think you're right, too. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. knows when it'll jump. But anyway, without reason, just just give me something. Without reason, Misty Lad and Tommy is uh, praying for a scratching, so come a little bit closer and the Luciani stable can, uh, can secure a start. Yep. All right. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with our Betfair Best, our Maddies, and our Lays for Detonator Stakes Day. Okay, punters, we are back with our Betfair Best betting propositions for Detonator Stakes Day. Our guest, Tommy Johnson, your Betfair Best? My Betfair Best is big in heart, small in stature, but I'm going to have to go with Halatori. <laughs> I love it. Love it. I love that, Tommy. He's double my my price. I had Halatorian as well, but I figured you boys were going to head down that path. What do you got, Guru? Uh, 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 I probably won't end up backing it, but I reckon I've had seven or eight. I remember about about six, seven weeks ago, I said I've won about six best bets in a row. Have not had one since. I've got a bit ambitious. I'm just going to try and get one up here, BJ. My baby blue, Jane. $2.20 $2.20 plus, I'll be really happy. Straight to the front. Yeah, let's just just go for something. Just a simple <laughs> one because everything's simple in racing. Yeah. There's such things in, in and out. Yeah. BJ, what's your best? 
my bet fair best is spinning off in the two-row race. Okay. He can he can find the front control, kick with Holly Watson on board. Uh, he is, but my my original bet fair best was Halitorian, of course. But I thought I'll, I'll zag now that Tommy's locked yeah. him in. We can uh, be a bit bit of a variety here. Spin the knife. Adi Mark two fifty. There's two seventy two eighty available at the moment, so he can do. Uh, Madness twenty one dollars plus twenty to one in the old Tommy. Um, chuck a luck for me, just in that I thought it was pretty open, um, staying race. So yeah, I just I've got it marked. One uh, of these, 11th. one of these quaddy legs is going to be a big deal. Yeah, you can just go that sort of. I'm going to have to go so wide. The, the three races was over eighteen hundred. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun, won't it? When I get over. You've got to try and narrow one down to some degree. I'm just looking now. Which one out race box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Well, we won out without reason in the last. Uh, yeah, dearie me. It would be quaddy diff. We should do a line for the quaddy diff. Yeah. 9,000, I reckon, is the line. Overs okay. or unders, Tommy? I'll, I'll take you on for a beer. You can choose. No, I'll go overs because overs, I reckon, yeah, if, if, based off what I think, I reckon it has to be overs. Yeah, you'll pay anything. Uh, Maddie BJ. Misty lad in the last. Misty lad. Don't mind that. Boy, he'll might have the roll of the float your boat winnings from today into uh into it uh on Saturday. Uh, in the last of me without reason as well. Yeah. Let's see how long it's over twenty bucks for. Jewel, keep an eye out. Maddie's in the get up. Keep space. an eye out for Fryer away. I reckon it might touch Maddie Price. Really? Currently, well, I don't know. There's going to be big money for quite a few others. All I know is that I hate those prices that are like, oh, do I take that? Do I wait? At the eleven, twelve dollars, like if fair, if it starts nine, so be it. But there's more of a chance of it starting seventeen or mm. eighteen than starting nine. So I'm just going to hold fire and uh, hold Fryer and Very make good. it late. Very good. Late. And I'm, I'm going to fry away. <laughs> Wale, oh, dearie, um, Wale's pixie chick to place top two only. So I reckon around the $3 mark it should be to run top two. Not for me. I think it's no hope. Uh, oh, geez. Tough old day for a Larry Lasky. Sanctoria is 550 in the first. I'm over $20. So I will lay Sanctoria. That's a bit boring. We'll lay it to play. Still in the hole. Oh, that's oh, it's going well. I don't know if I'm right. Yeah, I'll lay the place. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, this pains me to say because I really love, love this horse, but uh, I think Hangar is going to end up in a bad spot. Oh, from, dear. And so from current sharing favoritism currently with Street Parade, I think Hang Glider might run an unlucky second, third, or fourth. You know what happens when BJ lays them? They win. They sail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they win. It's a victory. They sail. Glide. You know, like yeah. Hang Glider. That's part so of that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just thought I'd have to say it a few more times so yeah. BJ understood where I was going. Uh, we got there. We're at the end. Oh, oh, oh.